Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 1 Timothy chapter 5 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. We'll then do some key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let's get started. Widows, elders, and slaves. Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn, first of all, to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. The widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and to ask God for help. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give the people these instructions so that no one may be open to blame. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. No widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60, has been faithful to her husband, and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people, helping those in trouble, and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. As for younger widows, do not put them on such list. For when their sensual desires overcome their dedication to Christ, they want to marry. Thus, they bring judgment on themselves because they have broken their first pledge. Besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but they also become busybodies who talk nonsense, saying things they ought not to say. So I counsel younger widows to marry, to have children, to manage their homes, and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. Some have in fact already turned away to follow Satan. If any woman who is a believer has widows in her care, she should continue to help them and not let the church be burdened with them, so that the church can help those widows who are really in need. The elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For scripture says, Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain, and the worker deserves his wages. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it's brought by two or three witnesses. But those elders who are sinning, you are to reprove before everyone, so that the others may take warning. I charge you in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favoritism. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. The sin of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind them. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. This concludes the reading. So what is Paul here saying to the church? He's basically saying, Take care of the widows, but not just any widows, the widows that are over 60 that are not able to marry again because it's better for them to remarry and to dedicate themselves to a new family, to raise children, and not to be idle. 
uh, and they should have good deeds. Um, they should have a reputation of, of doing good deeds and being good wives um, to their late husbands. And it's also talking about elders. Um, you know, we need to take care of the elders, but the elders uh, need to have a righteous life. Um, you know, the elders need to direct the affairs of the church in a good manner. And so we are to take care of the elders if they are doing the job and taking care of the body of Christ. Um, and also it talks about treating slaves uh, well. So, dear Lord, we just want to pray to you. We want to first glorify your name. We want to glorify God, the Father, our Father, Abba. We want to thank you for all you do for us on a daily basis. We want to just say um, thank you, Lord. Uh, we love you, Lord. And We want more and more and more of you. So send us the Holy Spirit to guide us every day. Thank you for these words you give us through Paul and his letter in 1 Timothy um, for the ways we are to behave in the church and treat the other members of the body of the church. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you continue to live inside of us and that our actions and our thoughts be worthy of, of you, Lord. We ask this in the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 1 Timothy chapter 5. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.